3: On a uh, cold,
2: cold morning, very cold. How cold was
0: it? It was very cold. So cold. It was
2: one degree at my house.
0: Oh my god! One. It was seven when I got in my car. I said, "You know what I'm gonna do today? I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna start the car early." So I went outside, bundled up, started the car, put the the frost on that way. I don't have to clean the windows. Sure. That has never failed me till this morning when I went out. I hit the hit the windshield wipers and the top was still frozen. Oh god! And I'm like, I'm just gonna drive. It'll melt. It's still like that. It was just a little bit at the top, but I couldn't believe it. It never, (laughs) it's never failed me. It was
2: really, really, it's really cold. It was weird because I I did, um, I didn't post it because, you know, everybody does that. But I I took a picture of the one degree because it hadn't been that cold in a long, long time. One degree. Anyway, it's not like that. I'm up in Susquehanna County, folks, but um, we're at nine degrees. That's warming up (laughs) there. No, it's eight. Sorry, it went down. Eight degrees. Holy moly. Uh, Very, very cold. But sunshine coming out today and a high of 22. That weather yesterday, I think we ended up with about four inches. That snow just snowed and snowed and snowed. It snowed. And it was a real problem on roads, I think, also because it was so cold. But even this morning, now I'm on side roads before I get to Interstate 81. The interstate's fine. But the side roads, still big, icy, uh, you know, tracks in them. Um, It's like that in a lot of spots, folks, because it's so darn cold. Um, There are a number of schools that are having a late start. So obviously you definitely want to check into that. And most of those schools will let you know anyway. But it's um, Yeah,
0: you my know, kids already have crazy. the two-hour delay, and we, they get so excited for it. Now the precedent has been set. Yes. Since yesterday, they had the two-hour delay, which turned into a closing. The precedent has been set. Like Now it's, ooh, delay. You think we're going to stay home? Like, nope. You're going to you're <laughs> school. They're just, they're just trying to keep you out of the real bitter cold.
2: Right too cold. But it'll get warmer a whole whopping 22 today. Oh boy. Yeah, Joe was talking about
0: the sunshine being so, he called it something like the Milo effect, which I think has something to do with his nickname, but something like, you know, something about uh, induced light something something makes your mood mood induced something light. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he said the sun will make it feel like it's nicer than it actually is.
2: Right. Makes sense. And coming up on uh, Thursday into Friday, we could see snow showers, but it doesn't look like anything that's Too much of a concern. So we'll chat with him a little bit later about that when I even peeked ahead into the weekend. Because, you know, Wednesday is the gateway to the weekend. Oh yeah, Uh, The forecast uh, looking like uh, cloudy on Saturday, um, a high of 20, and then sun and clouds Sunday and a high of 30. So it looks at least pretty dry. Maybe just a few flakes Saturday morning, but um, an okay weekend on the way. Um today we may find out more about what happens with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles coach Nick Sirianni. Is Today the day. Today's the day. Right. It could be decided today, and that's because uh, today is the day that he is going to meet um, with uh, it's the end of the season meeting with the owner, Jeff Lurie and the uh, general manager Howie Roseman. That's happening today. He then will have exit interviews with players. So, uh, but Will he
0: be on the exit? Will he be leaving? Like, <laughs> no, right. Bye, guys. That's my meeting.
2: Jeff McLean is with the Philadelphia Inquirer, and uh, he posted on X. Uh, Eagles start their exit interviews Wednesday. Uh, head coach Nick Sirianni meets with players. There will be coaches' meetings. He'll eventually meet with the owner and GM. No secret that if, if he stays... There will have to be significant changes made, right, um, to his coaching staff. And he also uh, said there will be need to be some bridge, some bridging between Sirianni and quarterback Jalen Hurts, who did not deny an ESPN report that he wasn't happy with the direction of the offense. So we for the second see. half of
0: the season, at least, you know,
2: yeah, the second they half say of the season is crazy. And then he wrote, a qualifier, Lurie, went into his exit interview with former Eagles head coach Doug Peterson after the 2020 season, expecting to keep him, but he wasn't satisfied with Peterson's coordinator candidates. So there was an impasse, and that's when Lurie had fired him. Um, Early indications are Lurie has not yet made a final decision on Sirianni's future uh, with the Eagles. So we'll possibly know more today. Meanwhile, um, there have been reports that Mike Tomlin will be staying. Yeah, he's staying. We uh, With the Steelers. I... Uh,
0: can we, I would like to talk to a producer EJ who's sure. in today. I was surprised to see EJ, and uh, I looked at him and Brian Hughes, who's a Commanders fan, and me being a Browns fan. I said, "Look at us, three guys with nothing to watch in sports-related stuff on the weekends anymore because all, all our teams are out." <laughs> Here uh, we are. Oh, oh that boy. mic sounds really loud. Here yeah, we are. Here we are. Oh, there he no, there he is. No, now you're quiet. <laughs> that's it weird. I think your headphones
2: Without. are off. Jason. No, you sound
0: clear. He does not sound clear,
4: but that's all right. Without the mic screen, it sounds horrible. All yeah, right, it anyway. doesn't matter. How do you say you happy with this? Tell me why. And tell me why. You're Not happy. Um, Well, hold on. So there's positives and negatives, I think, to Mike Tomlin sticking around. And, and, you know, so as far as negatives go, well, the standard is the standard, of course. We haven't won a playoff game since 2016, but no losing seasons in a personal achievement, I guess, is what we're more concerned with. But as far as uh, I think positives, uh, I think. When when um, Cam Hayward came out yesterday, I believe, he came out and said he's not going to play for any other coach. So Ooh, if Mike Tomlin good. does leave, we lose Cam Hayward. I'm pretty sure in T.J. Watt's contract somewhere, I think it's, <laughs> it says that he has to take a step back when Mike Tomlin leaves. I think Joey Border Jr. follows wherever Mike now. Tomlin goes. Are you, are you happy players. with this? If it
0: was you, would you fire him? I
4: would let him ride out his last year. As much as I don't like him as a head coach, I need to let him ride out his last
0: (laughs) year. That's a very fair approach. Well, here's
2: here's what happened. Mike Tomlin, uh, he, uh, I guess, told his team in a Tuesday meeting uh, that he will be back to coach the Pittsburgh Steelers. He also said that speculation about his stepping aside was unfounded. So this is going to be uh, this coming season, his 18th as head coach of the Steelers. Never finished a season with a below .500 record. Uh, so, um, no losing records. I mean, that's pretty
0: impressive uh, from someone whose team never gets there. Never gets, never gets <laughs> yeah. there.
2: They've seemingly moved further away from contention in recent years. They've failed to make the playoffs in three of the past six seasons. They have not won a playoff game since 2016. So, uh, Mike Tomlin tells dealers that he will return in 2024. That's the report. Uh, But the Sirianni question continues, and maybe we'll find out more later Can I make a comment
4: on the Eagles real quick? (laughs) No. No, of course. Literally give me 10 seconds. Even with all of the problems that the Eagles are having right now, folks, the Eagles are still the best team in that division. And I personally do not think it is Nick Sirianni's problem. I think it's the secondary's problem. And you heard it from me. If they keep him, if they change (laughs) something with with Bradbury in the back, because he completely solved that playoff game, if they get rid of Bradbury and fix up that secondary, the Eagles will be unstoppable, and they'll be back to where they were in the beginning
0: of the season, and you heard it here from 30, me. I was going to say the secondary. Seconds. I was, was going to say secondary, but then I was like, I don't know what that really means. Well, but I mean, let's
2: be honest. It is incredibly difficult to get a lot done when you're, yeah. first of all, down one, your biggest receiver, and you're constantly pressured, yeah. and there's no protection. I mean, I can't even imagine how if I were Jalen Hurts, I would be absolutely furious about that situation uh, But we'll find out uh, Perhaps later today uh, About that Maybe not Maybe he'll sit and think about it A little while longer I, But I,
0: if, there an, if there was a spot where somebody Could be blamed for a, a team's downfall I would think this is the, the Prototypical example The question is can you get somebody better And I don't know how you could say it would be worse you know, just to go from so high to so low. Right. And there's, you know, you can blame all your other coaches, but you're the one in charge. So,
2: yeah. And, and Jason Kelsey has reportedly told his teammates that he's retiring from the NFL. And supposedly that happened yeah. after the loss in the locker room. Uh, so this is not an official word from him telling anybody uh, in charge. Uh, basically, the report was that he uh, told his teammates he was stepping away from playing football. Um, playing his final game on Monday night, which is just tragic, right, for him to have, uh, you know, the the years. He won a Super Bowl, and it's... But but what I'm saying is, you know, to, that whole struggle over Dia Lee, I mean, as much as it was heartbreaking to lose what a game that Super Bowl was right. last year, um, I imagine that having the last six, seven games yeah, that's must never. have been a difficult way to get out. But it probably made his decision a lot easier, I would guess. Uh, he's 36 years old. I don't know if you've ever seen that uh, special that's on, I believe it's on Amazon Prime called uh, Kelsey. Uh, but the guy around the house they had, like, you know, video of him with the kids. I mean, he, after a game, could barely bend over and pick them up because of the constant pain that he was in. Yeah, they're regular-sized children.
0: They're just, he's just uh, no, sore. No, it's just, just walking is difficult. He addressed concerns. He's like, you know, players end up with CTE. He doesn't know what's going to happen. You want to live your life. Plus, um, it's, I think it's easier for some of these guys to walk away when there are a million and one potential offers out there for him. He'll be everywhere if he wants to be, or he'll be nowhere he can probably pick his next opportunity
2: well well, he did decline interviews with the media in the locker room after that game the other night no guys not today he said Um, Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni didn't shy away from talking about his affection for Kelsey I love him as Sirianni uh, said, per ESPN, he's special and I love him. He's one of the most special guys I've been around. He's always got a place here. So, oh, it was vis- he was visibly emotional if you saw sure. him on the sidelines uh, well, yeah. during that game. It looked like he was crying at times. It's just awful. If that's
0: your whole life and you go out there and, you know, um, you decide that's it. Dude, I remember quitting wrestling senior year of high school, Nancy. (laughs) You're like looking around, like, oh. I had a bunch of injuries, and I just was getting my butt kicked. I quit mid-season because I just couldn't keep up, and I like teared up talking to the coach, and he's trying to convince me to stay. Like that was high school wrestling, and I wasn't very good. (laughs) This guy's (laughs) really good.
2: I mean, he really is. I can't imagine. Even earlier in the season when things are going well, I remember um, the commentator saying, like, we know that he's struggling over a decision whether to stay or whether to go after this, but he. He's still at the top of his game, so it's harder to walk away. Um, In his uh, Amazon Prime documentary, now this was during the 2022 season, he said, every logical thing is telling me I should stop playing football. I've got to tear my body apart, so uh, I can't even imagine. Um, And following uh, the Super Bowl run last year, he said it's getting harder and harder to play. There have been little things that are not big things yet, but are going to turn into big things the longer I played. So he's got, what, three young kids, I think four, two, and not even one that's a year old. Um, If you have
0: the money, I think, and you have the ability to do, just be a dad and, you know, be with your kids, I think most people would take that, and while you're still somewhat healthy, go for it. mm -hmm. Good for him.
2: Yeah. Uh, He said, I am fearful about what impacts of playing football are going to mean long term. Yeah. Uh, I have two girls, and some people end up getting CTE. Some guys live long, healthy lives. I have no idea. What's going to happen? So it looks like it's it. Unless he changes his mind, it sounds like he's uh, ready to quit. So uh, who knows? uh, You know, we'll find out more perhaps about his future and Sirianni's future after that uh, meeting that's going to happen uh, today. Weather yesterday, it it may not have been huge amounts of snow, but that thing went on and on and on. I thought it was going to clear away by noon, then it went on and on, and I think it Caught a lot of people by surprise. I saw a lot of people posting about just how crappy the roads were. I do think the major, um, like interstates were fine, but side roads and such? What a mess. Yeah. Uh, 570-883-0098 Someone uh, texted us we were talking about the future of Nick Sirianni at Philly and the fact that Mike Tomlin has told players that he is going to be back as a coach. Uh, someone uh, posted, texted us, Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Send him to Philly, i die a happy man. Uh, we also talked about the fact that, you know, Jason Kelsey supposedly told his teammates he's done, and he has made comments in the past, and if you watched the documentary about him, um, just how much abuse his body takes. uh, Someone texts us, Nancy, look, those football players are paid millions to take the abuse of their bodies. Soldiers are paid far less, and in some cases five years their body is destroyed. No sympathy from me. This is the world we live in where people have to say, if it's one thing, then this can't be. How about this, how about, yeah, they get paid a lot and they can have serious lifelong repercussions from that. And I still have sympathy for them. And on the other hand, I also feel that the soldiers who are paid far less should be paid more. Can we I'll just kind of have empathy no matter what.
0: Um, no, and while we're on the topic, I don't usually talk about this, but I have zero empathy for NFL players or soldiers, just retired WWE superstars. Because apparently that's all I'm about. and okay. yeah, Nancy's point is again, I, I, you're right. Everybody we, has I can, to
2: turn this world into it. It's this or I, that.
0: I could watch a documentary about a retired football player and be like, man, that's crazy what they put their body through, and also watch you know have a great conversation with a uh, uh, injured vet. I've done it. It's right. uh, two totally different worlds. I understand where you're coming from this idea of like, you know, don't show a picture of LeBron, show a picture of a teacher. They're all, we're all heroes in different ways. And we, <laughs> like I mean other people. Everybody can
2: contribute to society. Let me be honest with you. I watch football, but do I think kids should play football? No. How about that one? You don't think kids are heroes. I do not believe that this is a sport. Actually, I think it's a very, very bad sport with a lot of injuries. And to be honest with you, I would not want my kids playing it. Um, The problem is you get people who are good at it and they can make really good money. And yet there's that lure, right? The lure of getting the big bucks and then hoping that you don't have the long term repercussions. You know what? I have empathy for people, whether they make millions of dollars and if they're in pain I do have empathy anyway. Now speak for yourself, Miss
0: Charity over there. No, Somebody I feel like I feel the says, same Hey
2: way. Now the Bengals are my team. So. No one brought you
0: into this. Or no Brian did. Brian, oh this is all God, your fault. We're hostile. The then.
2: only good thing about all of us and our teams being on the bench is all of our smack talk. Well, what are we going to do? Cowboys fans aren't going to be able to smack talk Eagles fans. They're still trying. Look, honestly, it's it's so sad, the world we live in. Everybody has to be angry or mad or hate somebody every time. I always love when the Eagles play the Cowboys. I love it. I don't have a problem at all with it. If they lose, I might feel down, but I don't need to go and blame it on a ref. Or blame it on a call.
0: Yeah, well. And
2: I'm sad that they're not playing in That's this because specta- it's always fun to watch. That's
0: why spectator sports are fun. Like, I can watch a UFC but not want to fight a friend. You know, I can watch it, enjoy it, and separate it. But, yeah, it's just everyone's real hostile. It is. It has been really fun just trying to watch Cowboy fans and Eagle fans try to fight with each other still. When really, really, all they really should do is just go, well, oh, it sucks for both of us, but we'll see you next year.
2: What the hell? Some <laughs> of you people, your texts are so bizarre. What happened now? What Football now? is on TV. TV right now because the soldiers gave them the freedom to do it. If you don't agree, move to Iran.
0: That, I, what I, the
2: uh, hell is this?
0: It is true because if you go back to the days of George Washington oh my and God. his dealings with Iran, they fought for American freedom
2: mm-hmm.
0: over the Delaware. Anyway. That's why the NFL.
2: Nuts! Oh dear God yeah. in heaven!
0: Yeah, I, there's a reason certain I people can play love Canadian football. Both of
2: them. <laughs> What the heck is going on? Can we
0: start a USA chant or no? Uh, I don't know where we're USA, at here.
2: USA, USA, dear Lord. There you go. There we well, go. Yeah. Woo hoo.
0: Obviously, he supports the Iranians. Look at this guy over here. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Right. I'm, I'm really confused as to what's I happening am too. But-
2: I am too. Some of you are just waking up wanting to start a fight or be angry about something. 570 0098. You want to start a fight? Text us. There's a fatal accident on 81 near Scott Township yesterday that shut down parts oh, that's of 81. Yeah, it's story. Just, I just. You know, it makes my heart hurt. Um, someone. Oh, was killed and then i think three others were injured or something I think it was but
0: five it was well, was it five yeah. okay. if it was if it was four it was four from the same family i think it was five from, all from the same five. family from new york and Ugh. i guess they got out of the car to something happened in a tractor trailer it's just a horrible horrible story I, oh
2: you know it's bad enough uh, when the roads are the problem but then the other problem can also be just getting off the road it's always scary to go to the shoulder of a road because you hear about that, I don't know what it is. Do people take their eyes off the road to look at something else, and then they? Uh, and there's not a lot of information out about that accident, but just take your yeah, time, was- folks. Be very careful. Okay, I just hate to see stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it was a, a minivan lost control. There were four people inside. They got out as well as a car. I guess it was following them. Family member, all family members got out, and then a tractor trailer hit them. Oh yeah, God. So uh, it sounds like, you know, the roads were slick, but that's horrible.
2: Let's talk a little bit about uh, this Peach Festival. Uh, This has been in the area for quite some time. What?
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to add some color to this. Jazz it up, Nancy. Okay,
2: Peach Music Festival. Just peachy on Montage Mountain.
0: Yeah, it's not going to get much better, by the way.
2: Would be this? It, it, it's a numerous day event. People yeah, yeah, would yeah. take out, you know, go and camp or whatever. I think the park would be open too, right? For it's swimming. Very popular,
0: and yeah. Because it was inexpensive too. I think it was like four days, a hundred dollars if you get the early tickets.
2: Usually by this time, you'd be able to buy tickets for it. It would be scheduled already for the summer. Uh, But right now, uh, they say, according to the Scranton Times Tribune, the festival website is unreachable. And on social media, fans are speculating it's gone for good or maybe they're just in a hiatus period. Uh, Live Nation not releasing any information. Uh, they run the the pavilion at Montage Mountain for the Lackawanna County Performing Arts Center Authority. And the board oversees the venue. Live Nation spokes, spokesman, according to uh, Times Tribune, declined to comment. They could not reach the authority chairman either. Right. Um, and uh, they don't know about the festival's future. Other officials, County Chief of Staff Brian Jeffers, does not know about it, but will look into it and neither does uh, the executive director at the Lackawanna County Visitors Bureau.
0: It's one of the few reoccurring things we had coming back to, to montage, but uh, mm-hmm. this one doesn't get much better. It's a little hard to hear. It says it too fast, but will there be a festival No peach,
2: no peach,
0: no peach. peach. Sorry, Nancy. Music
2: police chief Richard Janesco in this uh, story. um, They're the ones who manage Montage Mountain Road, which is the main entrance there, says he heard rumors it's over, but he hasn't gotten anything official yet. So um, this is something that would be pretty popular. But as of now. No one
0: knows. What's interesting, I saw a comment from somebody who said, uh, you know, it's typical. Of course, our area is going to lose this. We lose out on all the stuff. Everyone else gets it. As far as I know, this Peach Fest was at this point exclusively ours. Like, I don't think this was being traveled around like other festivals. Mm -hmm. So that would almost explain, you know, why it could disappear like that. This isn't a national touring thing.
2: So it's kind of a mystery. Yeah, I'll see what happens with that. But if you are a big fan, you might be wondering what's going on. No, uh, the tickets aren't there and uh, neither is the website. So we really don't know what's happening, happening with it. All right. uh, Following a lot of speculation, state representative Aaron Coffer has confirmed uh, he is not going to seek reelection. And he's in the 120th district. Now, he is a Republican, uh, but he has been known for wearing the orange tie in harrisburg he wears an orange t- necktie almost daily according to the citizen's voice he says it was a symbol of his bipartisan approach to government so he's been in office since uh, 2015 um, the state party announced coffer would be hanging up his orange tie and will not seek re-election to the house this is a district Um, That uh, they say is uh, pretty much a split one where it could go either way. Right. Democrats and Republicans. Um, It is among the most bipartisan in the state. If you look at voter registration uh, data. So right now, 18,210 Republicans, 18,184 Democrats, almost split right down the middle, about 4,000 independents. And they say uh, this seat could uh, determine who controls the state house. You know how close this thing is. Yeah, I think raised so, thin lately. We shall see. But um, anyway, Aaron Coffer not seeking reelection to the House. ABC News was supposed to have a Republican primary debate, but it got canceled. Supposed to be happening tomorrow. The reason? Not enough candidates participating. ABC News reported Tuesday, our intent was to host a debate coming out of the Iowa caucuses. But we always knew that it would be contingent on the candidates and the outcome of the race. As a result, while our robust election coverage will continue, ABC News and local station WMUR-TV will not be moving forward with Thursday's Republican presidential debate in New Hampshire. So, I guess Ron DeSantis was okay because they said it was candidates Nikki Haley and Donald Trump who did not confirm their participation.
0: Well, no, Trump hasn't RSVP'd for any of these things. No, He's not he hasn't been
2: coming around. He's been hanging out in courtrooms. But Haley said on social media she wants to face off with either Trump or President Biden in her next debate. I don't know. Disappointing result for her in Iowa. So did she not want to be back up on stage with Ron DeSantis?
0: I thought. See, I took that statement when she said I don't want to debate anybody but uh, Trump or Biden as a, a very confident statement. Like, I'm not going to waste my time. I only want the big guns. I think that's what she was trying to do. Well, that's
2: what she was trying to do. But it comes from a position of weakness
0: i think it does but i think the intention was to be like i'm <laughs> well, strong I'm So pretend
2: that it's something else uh, i think she feels uh, good about where she's been polling in those states and doesn't want to screw it up maybe she thought she didn't do so well in iowa because some people thought she didn't do as well in the last debate i wasn't one of those who thought she did bad i just thought Ron DeSantis did better than he had done in debates Uh, so she said uh, another quote from Nikki Haley we've had five great debates in this campaign unfortunately Donald Trump has ducked all of them he has nowhere left to hide the next debate I do will either be with Donald Trump or Joe Biden I look forward to it so she knows it's not going to happen with Donald Trump
0: call from mom answer it call
1: silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
3: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown
2: Port Chicago, Illinois. Right. She knows that's not going to happen. Uh, but she was third place in the Iowa caucus. So no debate. I guess this is probably it for. If this is it, that song. Could go for it. That's the debates. This is it. You'll unless we be thinking, we I'll be serious. drinking. All, of our, it all checks out. <laughs> yeah, we could be doing a drinking game. Anyway, I'm starting
0: to happening. think though. Uh, you know, this we're inching closer and closer to debates being a thing of the past. At least for the foreseeable future. It wouldn't shock me if it ends up being Biden Trump. If they, I don't end, think that. They, I
2: don't think that's the case. I don't um, think they're going
0: to debate. I really don't. Who? I don't think either of them will.
2: Who? Which ones?
0: It, If there's Biden and Trump, yeah. Oh, I I think maybe they get one.
2: I think Biden would
0: if they both agree. I just can't imagine.
2: I don't think Donald Trump will, but I think Biden would.
0: I mean, we'll see. Obviously, it's far off and. Anything could happen between now and then. It just seems more and more like it's more advantageous for some of these candidates to go out there and just do their own thing in front of their own people. And get I, the, think,
2: I think that um, it would be advantageous for Joe Biden to I think it's advantageous for any candidate to get Donald Trump up on the stage because there's a ton of stuff he needs to answer yeah. for. You know, I don't think it's going to make a difference to his cult-like following. Uh, you know, I'm talking Donald Trump's cult-like. He has a cult-like fo- following. If you don't think that that's a, cult, a cult-like behavior, I mean, if you looked at some of the questions they asked his supporters, um, you know, after that Iowa caucus, some of that stuff was crazy sauce. I mean, it's like not even dealing in reality. It's scary stuff.
0: I'm getting to the point where nothing surprises me.
2: I'm not saying it's sur- you should be surprised. I should be. We and that's all troubling to me. should be surprised about what, uh, you know, people said about, you know, some of the stuff that when they were asked, it was just nutty stuff. Um, but again, uh, I think in a real world with real people who understand the importance of the situation, who care about the state of the country and not just their own personal benefit? Yeah, um, they would they would understand a debate is necessary. I think you have to debate. I think it's important that you debate.
0: It seems like most norms have been broken. That's all my, That's the only place I'm coming from with that. Like, It just doesn't feel like this is going to continue to be part of our our uh, political future. It's going to be more, hey, put a spotlight on me. Look at me. Vote for me versus, hey, let's go back and forth and debate because mm-hmm. you know, Trump's had good debates and he's had really bad debates. And I don't know if he why, – why bother?
2: And let's talk about the turnout because uh, for Iowa – the caucuses drew just fifteen percent of the state's registered Republicans. Why the low turnout? Now, let's know. we sub zero temperatures be part of it, right? Could definitely be uh, part of it. But still, fifteen percent of Iowa's registered Republicans turned out. Um, there were one hundred and ten thousand Iowans. Who went out on Monday night to caucus at the sixteen hundred and fifty-seven precincts across the state? Um, that it's it's short of the nearly twenty to thirty percent of Republicans who caucused in recent years. And again, weather definitely a factor in the turnout. Um, but uh, could it? Could there be other uh, things as well? Other people said, well. Donald Trump was so far ahead in polling that people might have said, why bother?
0: Well, I think that's like, the you know, why don't a lot of people in California vote sometimes in presidential election? It doesn't matter at that point. They know the state's going to go blue and the results are sometimes in. They have been in the past. So I think if you combine the fact that he's so far ahead and it's so dangerously cold, I think a lot of people understandably Mm -hmm. would stay in.
2: Yeah. In 2016, there was a record turnout. Almost, it looked like 29% of Republicans at that time, 187,000 people, And that was when Ted Cruz uh, was up against Donald Trump and Marco Rubio and Cruz won uh, the caucus there. Uh, So uh, 20 percent turned out in 2012 and 2008. So they say historically it was lower than average, given the weather, though, that definitely probably played a part in that as well. Karen Culkin, a big winner, along with Succession, right? The other night at the Emmys. Uh, but uh, in retrospect, he says he would have talked to his wife, Jazz Charton, in private. About having another baby. He pleaded with her for another child during his acceptance speech at the Emmys on Monday night. He said, I've been asking for a while. My wife, Jazz, said, maybe if you win the Emmy. Ha ha. I didn't bring it up for months, he said, at a press conference after the ceremony. And then when I won the Golden Globe, I said, do you remember what you said? And she goes, no. What did I say? So I told her and it all came back to her. Anyway he added. So then she spent the whole week being nervous. And instead of talking to her in private like a human, I just blasted her on stage, which was very rude. That's it. That's the whole story. Anyway, what he had said uh, up on the stage, "Thank you for sharing your life with me and giving me two amazing kids, Jazz, I want more. You said maybe if I win. I love you so much. Thank you." I won. Make <laughs> me
0: a baby. That's uh kind of how it went down. Yeah, you, it's uh, it seems like the, you know, we all have our inside jokes, but sometimes we slip and we let them out on national television. Yeah, if bro. you're a celeb, maybe.
2: Well, people some people thought it was cute. Actually, I thought it was funny, but I had also thought that they might have I, had a discussion about that at of time. I think
0: sometimes you see people will, you know, because they have a short amount of time. They'll give them like ninety seconds, maybe. Yeah. So they're trying to get everything out, and then something pops in your head. I can relate. Just oh, I said that. Yeah, I shouldn't relate, have said that. Yeah. The so I, in
2: mouth disease. So it oh it dear happens. god.
0: I usually have pretty good judgment, but this is the whole reason I try not to get into uh, acting roles because if I win, I you know.
2: Better Call Saul has become the most snubbed series of all time, Heard. according to Variety. The show nominated for 53 Emmy Awards over the course of its six season run, but failed to take home a single award. So, oh, dear God, the Susan Lucci, I guess, of, uh, you know, for Emmy losses.
0: Once this gets acknowledged, though, in the news, oh, they get nominated but never win, then the people start to go, oh, they really should, and then the win they get isn't really meaningful.
2: Deadline also reports the Emmy Awards viewership numbers hit a historic low again 4.3 million viewers tuned in for monday night ceremony but come on think about it there was huge football games on i mean it was literally there were a bunch of things going on there was uh the football game right the Eagles. uh we also had uh the iowa caucuses people might have been tuning into that and then the emmys which I think you know, trying to split it all up. This
0: was, was on tough. Monday night, right?
2: This was on Monday night, and yes. I was
0: sleeping, so I mean, I took away one one person yeah, right there. there you go. So yeah. we well, were
2: probably not going to tune in anyway.
0: I used to love these things, but now I'm at this point where I can just watch the. That's how you can watch the highlights afterwards. Mm-hmm. Why waste all that time?
3: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.